0: Hi guys, welcome to Hex Podcast, it's season three, episode 10, I'm here with member Tom Hall. Hi Tom, he's been here for three months? Yep, that's about right. So today's podcast, uh, very interesting, um, very close to my wellness passion, Uh, we're discussing recovery and stress management in reference to achieving optimum fitness. So it's all about heart variability, this is the main function of the body that they can uh, measure, come with the, the most stats that's the most reliable, doesn't it? Absolutely. So heart rate variability is your interval between your heartbeats, which tells you a lot about your health. Atomical nervous system is sympathetic and the parasympathetic, which is your fight or fight. And this is all about heart rate variability monitors what you need to de-stress, kind of restoring the body to calm. Yeah, so your sympathetic system is everything kind of uh, flight. So your fitness, your stress hormones, like you're working too much, you're being chased down the street, anything that's going to kind of like aggravate you, get you stressed. And then from fitness point of view, because fitness is technically sympathetic because it's raising your heart rate and getting you stressed, but it's good stress. As well as fitness and then wellness, we need to try and do your parasympathetic system, which is de-stressing and calming the body. So it can be through mobility, through meditation, through time with friends, time in nature, time with animals, sleep. These things are impacted through your nutrition and through your lifestyle. What this podcast is going to be about is measuring that in the most um, attainable and in easy, comprehensible way. So today we're going to talk about the WHOOP. So I've had a WHOOP for a week. Tom is the expert because he's had one for a year.
1: Yep, just over a year, 14 months or so.
0: Cool, so we're going to go through um, what is the WHOOP, the cost, and a bit more information about what it does and why we think it's beneficial for you, the consumer. So, your question, Tom, what is a
1: WHOOP? Okay, so a WHOOP is a small device that you wear normally on your wrist. It looks exactly like that. It looks a bit like a smartwatch, but it has no screen or any buttons on it at all. It's just the sensor. That goes on there and it measures a number of things uh, throughout the day and throughout the night ideally you wear it 24 7 which sounds like a lot um but during that time it measures your heart rate as, as phil says it measures your heart rate your heart rate variability your breathing rate your blood oxygen and one other thing What's the pulse thing? Uh, resting pulse. heart rate
0: and your average daily heart rate yeah it measures your stress yeah. uh, so it tells you if you can increase your stress or you are go too much so if you haven't slept very well because obviously you your sleep it tells you that your stress is already halfway. Don't push yourself too much because it's going to be detrimental for your overall. And
1: I think health. it derives that stress information from your heart rate, right?
0: Yeah, it's all from there. Yeah. So that heart rate is there's a lot of stats that it pulls from that. It's really good. The wrist strap is quite light. It's quite comfortable yes. in my in my opinion. That's my uh, review. The um I use it in the shower. Yep. It's waterproof. I think up to like I don't know 10 meters. Yeah. Lightweight. It uh, looks quite cool. Quite quite natty.
1: Quite subtle. Quite yeah. subtle. Uh, so you can work in a professional environment, uh, and there's a huge number of different ways that you can wear it as well. Mm. The default one is the wrist strap, classic, but you can also get like the bicep band or a chest strap for it, or you can integrate it into all sorts of other stuff like your T-shirt or your underwear, although you have to buy the special Whoop branded gear in order to do that. I
0: think it is, I only realized two days ago that you can charge it while it's on your wrist. Before I was it off and charging it in Apple bed, and I realized that it's actually got Power like a power pack
1: exactly. that you slip on when you're wearing it, which is actually a lot more functional than I thought. Absolutely, I mean, yeah, that's the whole idea, or well, that's part of the whole idea of wearing yeah. it 24-7. You never have to take it yeah. off. Um, and as you say, it's really, really small portable pack. You don't have to worry about damaging a socket on your mm. wrist or anything like that. Just slip it on and that'll give you one full charge, which lasts about three to four mm. days in my experience. Mm. And that hasn't got worse over the course of 14 months that I've been using yeah. it. The battery life reliability is quite high
0: similar products on the market you've got your Garmin, which is more runners and ultra runners and kind of
1: yes yeah garmin based. garmin i think is more of Formals. a workout tracker and oh, maybe yeah. fitness tracker yeah. whereas this i think of more as kind of a health tracker yeah, like wellness recovery wellness and recovery uh, yeah. tracker um because it's not although you do track your workouts on the loop yeah it won't necessarily give you data that says, well, you performed way better on this mm. run, you know, ran faster or whatever. Mm. It hasn't got GPS built in. It just measures your vitals. Uh, so it's a good supplement mm. to a Garmin because it means you can see your health trends over time and the benefits that your individual workouts are giving you.
0: Mm. I also think, like in a culture, especially London, where we, we're all workaholics and mm. there's kind of a like badge of
1: honor of working a lot and seeking yes. less. Yes. And then this watch kind of counteracts that. 100%. That position, isn't it? 100%. There is theres is a culture of, mm. of grinding mm. endlessly and sleeping for four hours and boasting about that, which I think as more more and more time comes on and there's more yeah. and more research into sleep, it's absolutely crucial and vital. And because WHOOP pesters you when you've mm. got a poor recovery, when you've yeah. slept badly, uh, it nudges you. It nudges yeah. you better. And Inside the app, you, you interface because there's no screen on the device, you interface with the device on your, yeah. your phone, on your web app. You can select and track mm. daily habits that you do that you think might influence your recovery. Yeah. And it will tell you which ones of those are the most influential on how well you recover. I think my experience, and apparently the experience of basically everyone, is mm. that alcohol is the number one that yeah. just absolutely nukes your level of recovery.
0: So in terms of alcohol, is the melatonin is your natural chemical in your body to send you sleep. And when you're drinking, now that shuts down. It also s- lowers the amount of REM sleep you have. Mm-hmm. So that's yes. your most recovery. So alcohol is quite a bad one. So I think everyone has that, again, misconception of I'm drinking and I'm gonna get better sleep. Yeah. But it does make you go to sleep quicker, but then you, you, you come out of sleep yes. after a short amount of time and your overall quality sleep, restorative sleep is bad. Um, so that's a, one of the main things. In terms of the cost, Mm-hmm. And again, it depends, so we talk about Garment and we talked about, it's like an Apple Watch is you can have. Yes. It's definitely on a different level because you don't really buy upfront. So I think Garment's like 600 700 quid in a one-time buy. You can get cheaper ones, but yes, yeah. they have a one-time, okay. one-time
1: yeah. upfront cost.
0: And then on the Whoop, at the moment, I think I've got a month trial and then I think it's 19 pound a month. Right. And then you, you don't really own this, but then would you really need to own it? if? if it's that much anyway, isn't it?
1: Yeah, you're right, so there's no upfront cost. You just Mm. pay an endless subscription for 20 pounds a month for however, or 19 pounds a month, as Mm. you say, for however long you want to keep it. And Mm. actually, that price of 19 pounds a month is only if you pay per year. Okay. Um, So whatever 19 times 12 is, you pay that at the start. It's actually 27 pounds a month if you pay monthly. Okay, yeah, it's much better to do a year. So it's much much cheaper to do a year. Um, And that kind of has pros and cons. Obviously, you can try it for a while, without committing, without mm. buying the entire device. And whenever there's a new version of the device, they send yes. you that for free. Okay. And if there's any problems with the device, they send you a new one for free.
0: And updates just go on your And updates just go automatically.
1: Yeah. Uh, but it does mean, so in the short term, it might be cheaper, but if you keep it for a very long time, mm. um, it's more expensive. On the other hand, because of that, it kind of incentivizes them to make mm. sure that product continues to be excellent. Yeah. Because you can, if you're on the monthly, you can cancel any time, or if you're on the yearly, you cancel at the end of the year. Yeah. If they're not continuing to deliver and if yeah. they fall behind, they know you can cancel and they don't have to. So you have got
0: to more. stay on top of the trends. And
1: so they've got to stay on okay top of the top.
0: trend. Yeah, 100%. Not, I haven't done a full month yet, but I've been told at the end of the month you get like a review mm-hmm. or a summary of your monthly and it gives you tips and stuff and highlights of stuff that need you need to improve
1: on. 100%. Oh. Um, so, so you do get a monthly performance assessment that tells you about your trends in resting heart rate and yeah. heart rate variability. And heart rate variability, of course, as you alluded to before, is the number one mm. factor that influences the recovery metric. Kind of part of, of why I chose to renew the whoop for another year after my 12 months ended, yeah. because I felt like it was showing me helpful trends in my heart rate variability, so I could see if my heart rate variability was going up mm. or what, what, what different things that I was doing was affecting that. And those monthly performance stats are very helpful in that. Uh, they also show you like, trends of like, which days of the week you tend yeah. to recover best. Um, and have all sorts of other data. So you've
0: up. had that for a, what do you he say you had it for a year, haven't you? Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, have you seen like a inc- increasement? Has it made you more consistent with your sleep and your recovery? Or
1: yes, yes, and no. And what I've seen is that initially it mm. improved a lot. My heart rate variability and other stats improved a lot over maybe the first three or four months. That you're I so like. Because the uh, same as me, I've had it for a week, but I'm like checking all the time and I'm
0: yes. making sure I go to sleep earlier because I want to see an improvement and I'm um, getting quite rigid on the percentages, don't you?
1: Yes. Maybe at the start of this year or at the end of last year, the start of this year, I was training for a marathon. Okay. Uh, and I, obviously that meant that I was doing a lot more exercise. Mm. And that recovery is always a push and pull between yeah. the stri- the cardiovascular strain that you have within the day mm. uh, versus the amount of time that you have uh, to sleep and the quality of the sleep mm. and the recovery that means. So obviously it's easier to get a good recovery if you haven't done much workout during yes. the day. And so I did find that actually my stats got a bit worse when mm. I was training for a marathon just because I was pushing so hard. Yeah. Uh, and now, last few months I've been coming to Hex, that's been pushing me a bit as well, obviously in a lot of ways. I have noticed over the last mm. few months, heart rate variability data has improved. So yeah. clearly coming to Hex yeah. is, is really helping yeah. as well. Awesome,
0: good to know. The, um, also with the, the weep obviously with the, the rings and the colors, it says, Obviously, green's like what you want to be in, but sometimes there's orange. But unless, that doesn't necessarily say you shouldn't train; it just says you won't be training to your
1: optimum level. Yes. So, so Phil's referring to at the the recovery that we mm. all, uh, alluded to is a percentage recovery that yeah. it gives you every morning when you wake up, and the idea is you use that to influence mm. how hard you're going to train, uh, and. Train. The training is measured in what they call strain, which is an yeah. um, exponential number up to about twenty-one. When I did my marathon, mm. that was a 20.5, yeah. and that was probably the highest nice. I've ever got on the strain. Uh, a typical. Got, sorry, again. I think
0: I got nineteen point one on Saturday, and I, was, I did double workout, and I was pretty pretty tiring. And I had Sunday
1: off, yeah, yeah, which was absolutely. still fifteen strain on the. I a big bit of golf on <laughs> yeah. Sunday. So, I bet. Yeah. yeah. Um, So yeah, as as Phil did, it's kind of two rings on the main screen that show your current strain and your recovery out of 100% and 21, and it kind of suggests that you should match those two up Mm. to be fairly similar. But as you say, it doesn't mean if you have a low recovery or a middle Mm. recovery, it doesn't mean you shouldn't train, just maybe train a bit lighter.
0: It's also good for like taping around competitions. So um, out of interest, when you did it before, were you kind of keeping to a lower strain Approaching the marathons, yes. And then after that twenty strain, was it still quite high, even though
1: you weren't training for three or four days afterwards? Yes. Okay. Basically, in short, yes. And my recoveries were quite bad as well yeah. uh, in the following days. Uh, but then that's that's. Yeah. I, I mean, that's that's good because it. I found that. Often, obviously, it doesn't know about certain things. For example, it may, uh, not know that you've been drinking. Or yeah. whatever. Can you put that in? You, can put, it in, you okay. can put it in the next morning. But my mm. point is that it doesn't know that until after it gives you the mm. recovery number. And the recovery number is always highly correlated with what I would expect. There's very yeah. little like, that seems like complete nonsense. Why have you said that? Or why have I recovered so poorly today? The only one time that I had like, why is this number so bad? I've got a 1% recovery. Oh wow. Okay. I was like, why is this so bad? And the next uh, two days later, I started testing positive for COVID. Ah, okay. So I think that's one of the other interesting parts and benefits of WHOOP is Some it tells pick, you- Pick up health problems before. Picks up health problems before yeah. you even feel symptoms. Oh yeah, okay. Um, and especially during the pandemic, when everybody's yeah. like, don't go and see anyone if you're ill. Mm. This was really helpful in telling me early okay. that there were problems. Yeah, that's really interesting.
0: So with the, because I, I haven't drank in two months. Um, so for me, it's yes. quite, not annoying, but I would have liked to have done it when I drank and yes. compared it. So like one of the things for me is like, cause I don't drink my sleep, but I think it should be a lot better. But when I'm, so for example, if I go to bed at 11 and I'm up at six, I think, oh, that's seven hours sleep. But then my, my whoops say downstairs about five hours. Yes. That's just quite, quite irritating. It's quite like irritating. It makes you think that you're not sleeping as, as well as you are. But then you can see like where you're waking up and it tells you how much time you're awake, doesn't it? Yes, yes, yeah. the
1: difference, it, it tracks both time in bed mm. and time mm-hmm. asleep. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah, the number it shows you is actually how long you've been asleep. So yeah. I guess really at the end of the day is what matters. If you're just lying in bed awake, tossing and turning, you're not really yeah. getting much quality to sleep.
0: But also it's interesting with that because then you can really look at your sleep hygiene. Yes. So if you aren't consistently waking up in the night, you've got to figure out why, whether you're having too much blue light before bed or if you're, there's like noise or structure in your room or if it's too hot. Yes. Or you're, again, could be stressed and then could be waking you up. Yes. But then it lets you allows you to then really pull that apart. And
1: yeah, that comes and into the journal it. entries thing that you yeah. do each morning and you pick things that you think might be affecting your yeah. sleep log those every day, whether they're true or false. Mm. You know, did you drink, how much did you drink? Yeah. Did you get sunlight in the morning? Mm. Did you eat late? Did you have a dog sleep in your yeah. bed? Were you sleeping with a partner? Were you ill? Did you take these vitamins? Mm. There's a huge number of different entries you can track. Yeah. Too many for each person to log every day. So that's yeah. why you pick the ones that you think are relevant to you. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's really helpful. And as I say, alcohol is mm. the number one factor. I've also found uh, the second most positive influence I've had is reading in bed. Apparently, that has yeah, a six percent uh, benefit to my yeah. my level of recovery if I read in bed before going to sleep.
0: I think that's also the main thing because you're usually before bed you're working on your phone. I think everyone yes. does it. So yes. if you're reading a your book, you put your phone down, to sit your alarm, and then you pick up the book. So it gives you more time away from that blue light, doesn't it?
1: And I think I think it's hundred percent the blue light. And I also mm. think it's just the kind of things that you would do probably mm. on the phone, which is doom yeah, scrolling news, yeah. scrolling Twitter, slicing on, on the eyes as well, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. And it keeps the brain awake in a way that I think mm. reading does
0: Especially if you're on your phone and normally well, a lot of people think about work or things to do next day and that can be quite stressful and get their mind racing. So reading is like a distraction. Okay. Healthy escapism. What would you say the best benefit is for you? Um,
1: honestly, I think it's just a long-term health trend. Mm. Long-term health trend of heart rate variability data and cardiovascular fitness. Yeah. Spotting which habits are causing me poor sleep hygiene yeah. and spotting in advance when I'm not well. Those are the
0: key benefits for me. You, you must have used it on holiday. Mm-hmm. Do you see a drastic change in aspects of like stress and sleep and?
1: um depends, yes. depends on yes. it? it? does. it depends hugely on the yeah. holiday. Number one is you get screwed when you leave. Assuming, yeah. you, especially if you've got an early-ish flight or you have to get up early. Oh yeah, travel, yeah. Travel. Yeah. Um, Jet lag would be an interesting one. Jet lag, yeah. you can track that as a journal entry and see okay. the influence. Have you
0: been anywhere long haul?
1: Since not since I got it, okay. but in a way, it's interesting. Kind of, it's kind of one of those ones that you think is interesting to mm. track, but actually it's not that interesting to track because yeah. you just know. You, okay. know, you already yeah. know it's screwing you. You can log it if you want. Um, and it can be helpful to do that mm. because then the algorithm learns which things really influence you, and then if you've logged, for example, jet lag, then it knows the fact that you read before bed mm. before that isn't what caused that. It mm. allows it to separate out different variables if you're tracking ones even if they're obvious like jet lag Uh, but yes I have observed differences on holidays a because of the travel Um, I've weirdly kind of noticed that when I go on a summer holiday Mm. which is chill and beachy that does really have a benefit to my heart rate variability and recovery and I don't know and and that continues after I get back so I don't know if that's the reduced stress or if there's something Mm. like in the hot air which is like because hot hot weather therapy or sauna therapy is supposed to help isn't it so yeah. maybe it's just being boiling, or maybe it's just doing a lot more steps. Mm. Uh, cause could be active, less yeah. stress and
0: more sleep, I suppose. Because of... I think as well with this whoop, I've had it for a week, but I think over the next six months, I really want to test it and doing things like cold water therapy, meditation, which I do occasionally. But really, kind of looking at my stats around those activities, and then kind of passing it over to, to new members, giving it to them and and seeing the vast improvements to their fitness and health that way. Mm-hmm. So I think if they can get on board with that, they will see big improvements. Tom obviously states there it's very vital to your to your progression. It's like the next step in terms of recording your recovery and your increasing your performance in fitness. So it's a thumbs up from me and thumbs up from Tom.
1: Double thumbs up from Tom.
0: Um, there'll probably be some more info going on. Um, probably no podcast, won't have had it for longer because I have more stats on it. That's just an intro into a whoop. But thanks for joining us now, guys. And... Yeah, see you on the other side. Cheers.